This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the True Beauty Brooklyn podcast. I'm Elizabeth Taylor. And I'm Alex Shapiro. We are estheticians in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, and we work with really incredible, diverse, ambitious, and driven women that are killing it in life. And they deserve to be celebrated. So on this podcast, we're going to be sharing their stories with you. Yeah, and then in between those interview episodes, we'll be doing segments where it's just the two of us, maybe some guest stars, and we'll be (laughs) chatting about beauty, life, weird shit about being in your 30s and just learning more about one another because that's what makes us more similar than different. Also, we're a lot of fun and we We have a super multicultural community and we kind of think that you might too. So why not talk all things beauty under one black and Jewish roof? Hell yes. Um, Also, we'll be answering listener questions. So make sure to write to us at truebeautybrooklynpodcast at gmail.com. All right, guys. So let's jump into the show. Bye. Oh, hey guys. Hey. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome. Welcome to a beauty school episode. Yeah, dudes. We're talking about skins. Are you ready for this? talking about chemical peels yeah so I'm sure a lot of you know about chemical peels whether you've been getting facials or maybe just on Instagram and TikTok you see it and Mm -hmm. you're like what is that everybody's talking about chemical peels and it's also the perfect season it's the perfect time of the year Uh, shed that winter skin we're transitioning guys shed that shit yeah it's time to get rid of your your winter skin get you some spring skins it's time yeah so basically, we want to explain to you what a peel is, what it does, why you might want one. Mm-hmm. For the most part, everyone could use a peel. Oh, yeah. I really, yeah. I and mean, the correct, you've got to find the right one for you, yes. which is what we're going to talk to you and about. Go and go also, an you're not doing this at home. No, <laughs> do not order any at-home peels. Either they're not going to do anything or they're going to fuck up your skin. Exactly. One or the other. There's no in-between. <laughs> None. It's going to be bad. Um, but... Basically, a peel is a very deep form of exfoliation. So yes. think about whatever exfoliating you do at home, but like way amped up. Yeah. So Way amped up? Way amped up. <laughs> but like the deepest. Like very deep. Um, I love getting peels. I love giving peels. I feel like when someone is in a rut with their skin, mm-hmm. a peel is almost always the answer. Yeah, Would you agree? A hundred percent. I think that if you're dealing with breakouts, if you're dealing with... Um, signs of aging 
even hypersensitivity, hyperpigmentation. For sure. For, yes. You have hyperpigmentation. That's the only way that you're going to get rid of it. That's the only way you're going to get rid of it. And that is APL, many people. Many, series of. Um, and I think, especially as we get older and we're more invested with our skin, I don't know about you, but when I get a facial, I don't just want, want someone just cleaning my face. Right. I need more than that. Yes. You know, and a peel is going to give you that. It's going to help if you have acne, it's going to help with the acne. Yes. You have the hyperpigmentation, it's going to help lighten it. If you um, are dealing maybe with fine lines, a peel sometimes instantly can make your skin look better. Mm-hmm. I think most times it does to uh, some degree. Instantly? I think that you see a glow that you won't see without a peel sometimes. The next day. Yeah, the next day. There you go. After That's you're done I mean. peeling. Yeah, yeah. After you're done peeling. But like the sense you Okay, anyway. We're going to talk to you all, all about, about the peels. Um, but do you want to tell the listeners what the technical definition of appeal is? Sure. Okay. So what we were saying before, and if you guys have been listening to us for a while, I think that you remember that our friend Alex really gets boners for exfoliation. I do. Because she knows that different forms of exfoliation is really the basis for incredible skincare, chemical peels being one of them. So oftentimes when clients hear the word peel, they expect to see visible exfoliation post-treatment. So... You know, I know you guys saw that episode of Sex in the City and you think that you're going to come out looking like a crazy, red-faced, like awful, scabby-looking woman. That's not even close to what's happening. No. The peels that we do and that many estheticians do create healthy skin, not damaged skin Not like damaged that. skin, but also oftentimes you don't even see actual visible peeling. So frequently mm-hmm. exfoliation is at the cellular level, and so it's not actually apparent to the naked eye. So what that means is it's actually, when we say peel, what we mean is we're speeding up the cellular exfoliation process that our skin is naturally going through every day, or every 30 days, excuse me. Mm-hmm. And since we're speeding up that process, once your skin cells hit the surface of your skin, they're already dead and your body desquamates. So we're getting that to happen much, much faster. And so what you see is your skin actually flaking off, sometimes a deeper peel than that, but we're just speeding up the natural cycle that your skin is already doing. So sometimes you're actually going to peel, sometimes you're not going to peel, but what is going to happen is that the blends of ingredients that we're using are going to break down the surface buildup, they're going to loosen the bonds that are holding the keratinocytes? Yeah. Yeah. The dead skin. The dead skin together. And... There's also going to be additional targeted ingredients that are going to nourish, they're going to strengthen, and they're going to protect your skin. And the A great peel will do all of that. And the best part, dudes, is that once you get rid of that uppermost layer of skin, now we can really get incredible ingredients into your skin because it's not that upper layer isn't like sitting there getting in the way. Getting in the way, exactly. So this is what we mean when we say like afterwards your skin is gorgeous. Because there's like super deep product penetration and you just like look brighter, you look fresher, you look dewy. Yeah. Oftentimes, especially through the winter, and that's why this is such a great time to do a peel, is that, you know, the weather out there is frightful. There's a song about it. And (laughs) because of that harsh winter air... Your skin starts to get like dry. It starts to feel dull. It starts to look dull. Mm -hmm. And so... Once springtime comes around, you want to get rid of that shit, and we can finally get some like really great moisturizing, hydrating, vitamins, vitamins, all the good stuff. Penetrate all that shit once yeah. you get it, all the dead skin off. Yeah, um, and it's a great time because we're in between like the super hot sun and the super harsh winter. So that's why we're saying it's a great time to start peeling because once the sum- this summer comes, like forget about it. You've got fresh skin. You're not going to peel that away. Yeah, just go out there into the sun. I also 
think that there's just so many myths surrounding peels. And I think the biggest one is definitely the whole idea of like Samantha and sex in the city. Her skin is raw. Yeah. Um, really a good chemical peel can increase the health and strength of your skin. Yeah. And I know for me, the first time I ever got a chemical peel, it was a lactic acid peel, which mm. is a great starter. Beautiful peel. Um, your body naturally makes lactic acid. So normally it will kind of like, I guess, recognize it mm-hmm. and you won't have an adverse reaction. Um, and I, my skin had never looked like that before. Yeah. It made such a big difference. Especially if you've never had any type of... So yeah. often, And I've gotten like, many you, facials in my life, but yeah. never with a peel. Exactly. And a lot of girls, like, don't... Even if you get facial... I mean, not you, Alex, but, like, a lot of people, they go, oh, yeah, I get facials regularly, but they're not doing the things at home for whatever reason. Like, nobody's exfoliating, unless you come and see us and we force pumice powder into your hands. <laughs> like, nobody's I know, exfoliating. so many people don't exfoliate. And so that's why, like so many problems come and even if you are exfoliating oftentimes like so many different skin conditions come from clogged pores like acne even if you are doing all the things at home there comes a point where you just need to speed up that cellular rejuvenation cycle but also the different peeling ingredients are going to help to um, absorb oil to help to control oil they're going to help to actually break down like the years or months or however long of like dirt that's actually sitting in your pores Mm -hmm. Oh, it's so great. I know. It's yeah. Like turning me on. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, too, it's important to note, um, and especially if you're someone who you've been, like, seeing a lot of skincare stuff on TikTok or what have you, and you're curious about getting a peel and you don't live in Brooklyn, so you're like, where do I go? Um, I think it's important to just do your research, ask around, call a skincare studio and ask them what kind of peels are they using? Yes. Um, and for what reasons? And I think it's also important to have good expectations like yes yes, instantly you can see a nice glow but let's say you have years of hyperpigmentation Mm -hmm. and years of scarring from acne Mm -hmm. you need it's not going to go away in one no and it's also going to get worse before it gets better especially hyperpigmentation the amount of girls who by no fault of their own but because their technician didn't tell them this they're like yeah i went and got a peel for my hyperpigmentation and she messed something up because it looked darker at the end Mm -hmm. but she didn't mess something up the the pigment is actually getting closer to the surface of your skin because it's doing its job so it appears darker. But we're trying to push all of that pigment to the surface of your skin so that it literally peels away. But if their clinician never tells you that, then of course you think that she's messing up your skin and she doesn't know what she's doing. And that's on her. Yeah. Also, it's worth mentioning that, you know, not necessarily that you need to go to some, to a skincare professional that is the same race or ethnicity as you, but they need to know the difference between different, what different skin types, what different Fitzpatrick types can handle. Yes. Like I would like to say though, that I think there is a big myth um, that darker skin tones cannot receive chemical peels. And yeah. that's not true. Nope. But you definitely want to be careful because if the person administering it doesn't know what the What's, fuck they're, what they're doing, doing and they put like, the wrong acid yeah, on exactly. you. But yes. anyone can get a peel. Yes. A hundred percent. Even if you have super sensitive skin. Mm-hmm. Um, like actually, You're darker and you have sensitive skin. I know. And, and I'm not even that peels. dark. Yeah. I'm like on the high yellow side of dark. <laughs> <laughs> but I say that because like we, I've got clients that are much darker than I am that we um, do chemical peels, of course. But we do, we work progressively rather than aggressively. Mm-hmm. And that's really the biggest difference is because th- when we say that you can um, damage your skin, you can, if you damage your melanosomes, 
that's not coming back. Like if you hypopigment, yeah. meaning that your skin color leaves your skin, it's not coming back. There's no reversing that. And that can happen if you go to somebody who is using something that's too strong for you. So you just want to make sure that the person that you're going to understands this, recognizes this, speaks to you about what specific needs your skin may or may not has, have, and you can together put together um, a regimen that works. Also, there's different types of peeling ingredients, right? So there's so many. There's alpha hydroxy acids, there's mm-hmm. beta hydroxy acids, but then there's also enzymes. There's like yeah. enzymatic peels that you can do, which are based from like fruit enzymes. And those are going to be much less aggressive than, you know, glycolic for sure. Jeez. For sure. I think that, yeah, those were all really good points. And I think that when you go to get a facial with a peel, and you have a certain goal, you really need, first of all, your esthetician should be wanting to discuss your goals. First but let's just have say a goal. that bitch doesn't say anything to you. You need to bring it up and ask them like, okay, how many peels do I need to like achieve the results that I'm looking for? Yes. Like you don't want to go get a two peels per year. And that's, that may not do it either. It's probably right. not. It might do it too. It might do it. Right? Yeah. But let's say, I don't know, you have like crazy hyperpigmentation. Right. From the sun, because you've been a sun worshiper all your life. Yes. Yes. You know, like you'll probably need to go for a series of peels. And I think that people get really deterred because they just want instant fucking results. And your skin, some things, yes, can be instantaneous. Most things aren't. Yeah. It's gradual and progressive. Also, think about how long you've had the problem. That's what I always think of with like skin stuff. Mm -hmm. I noticed this one. I have like some freckles over here by my eyes. And I'm like, well, I did a peel last week. But I'm also like, bitch, how long have you had those? Yeah. Probably for like 10 years. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing with a lot of sun damage is it doesn't surface for years. Sun damage can take years to surface. You can be looking at something that happened when you were 18. Yeah. And you're just now beginning to see it. Alex said. 16 for yeah, sure right. not wearing sunscreen <laughs> Alex spraying sun in her hair and <laughs> was just rubbing baby oil and coconut oil all over herself. I loved being tan I still love being tan but I was really tan at one point with dark hair I it bet. was a weird time in my life well, that was the look on Long Island <laughs> <laughs> it was I made my hair dark and my skin dark I did I had no it's eyebrows Lohan. do I sound hot or what it's sexy the hottest. <laughs> that is very Lindsay Lohan. She's oh, from girl, Long Island. I was here. Girl, I was here for it. So I'm like right there with you. <laughs> I'm dead. Uh, what was your first um, chemical peel experience? Did you do it to yourself? Yeah, I told you. I think that all Oh, that was your heard. first that one? That was my first Ever? one. Yeah. Oh, I don't think I did. That was your first Oh, yeah, girl. One. I was like, let's just do this. When was like your first good one? My first? Well, after that was meat still <laughs> again well because after that i just got like licensed by pca and when i okay so if you guys haven't known didn't hear this episode i decided to make my own chemical peel when i was in aesthetic school why i decided to do this is because i'm a nut job and <laughs> sounded <laughs> like, like a good idea for some things reason. it sounded like a great idea at the time now i just make cakes in the middle of the night instead of chemical peels but at the time <laughs> at the time i thought what's a chemical peel why not try it and so since i Since I'm a maker by nature, I had access to like pure lactic acid and like pure. Now that I I don't even know what AHAs it was. It just said like AHA blend, which what the fuck was that? Anyway, long story short is. Where'd you buy it? I'm not telling the people where I bought it. (laughs) I'm assuming it was on the internet. On the internet. Exactly. On the internet. And so long story short is because I didn't know what I was doing. I was still in aesthetic school at the time. And I didn't know what I put on my face, so I didn't know how to get it to stop peeling. So my skin just peeled for 
days, oh like a week. And was it dry and like irritated, like red and irritated? It wasn't red and irritated. It was just like my whole like imagine. I mean, I guess it did, but it was supposed to do. Kind of. Face was just like, like I can't even explain it. It was like just because it wasn't appealed the way like you and I know now, like the where the whole skin kind of lifts up like as one sheet. It was like scaly. It was fucking weird. My boyfriend looked at me and he was like, "You are not a scientist. You cannot put chemicals on your face. Oh. What is wrong with you?" My God. Like, how was your skin after all was said and done? I mean, I'm not going to make the same mistake the first time we recorded this. and Because I don't want you guys doing this at home. <laughs> it was all right. Basically, our skin must have It was all right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, your skin could have gotten very damaged. It could have, done, it could have gotten very, very damaged. And I think that the only reason that, that I didn't is because I immediately went into like soothe mode. I was like, cortisone, cortisone, cortisone. Yeah. Oh, like just like putting everything on to try to just like to help what was left of my poor face. Oh so that was, that was experience number one. Wow. <laughs> and then after that, um, I, I well, okay, I didn't do it myself after that. After that, I did it in the, in the PCA seminar as they asked for a volunteer. You're and like, so, well, I already like, did an ad. I was like, well, one, four months so. ago, I almost got third degree burns, but here we go. <laughs> but the reason that I trust it is because the the company that we're talking about and the company that we use here, PCA, is made for people with actually sensitive skin and for people of color. And so they have a wide range of different peels for all different Fitzpatrick types. And for them, people with sensitive skin is actually clinically sensitive. Like if you have rosacea, if you have psoriasis, if you have eczema, because their um, view is to slowly increase uh, exfoliation to to you know fix to heal your skin and isn't that cool because if you have one of those conditions i'm sure you've been told like just use cetaphil yes <sighs> turns out that's not true yeah you can even get a chemical peel exactly and it could help your condition and actually chelsea our client chelsea that you guys just heard on the our last episode she when she first started coming to me she had rosacea and we started using pca products and she was like I never thought that I'd ever be able to do a chemical peel. And, like, my skin is better for it because of it. Like, you wouldn't mm-hmm. even know she has rosacea. It's amazing. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, so another myth. So there are all different kinds of ingredients that could be in peels. Um, retinol can be in a peel. And I think it's important to know. I feel like everyone thinks of retinol as, like, super irritating, sensitizes the skin. It's, like, this horrible ingredient. But then people also hear about how... Um, retinol is amazing. So it's like, how the fuck do you know? You know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's important to know that retinol is converted to retinoic acid. That increases cell turnover and improves the skin function, the tone, the texture. When it's properly encapsulated, there won't be irritation or there will be very minimal irritation. And when it's formulated with the right ingredients. So I feel like, don't be scared of retinol. I hear client. I had a client yesterday who was like... Um, you know, I don't know if I should be like using a retinol. It seems like everyone likes it. But my one friend, her skin was super red from it. And yes. she was like, retinol is so bad for you. And I was like, well, don't listen to your random ass friend. Right. Your skin Number is in one. her skin. Totally. Yes. Um, but I just wanted to put that in there because actually. Well, there's so many different forms of retinol. Yeah. right? And that's why you see everything all over drugstore brands and Sephora brands. Everything has retinol. I saw there's one brand. That it can I'm not gonna soothe name it. the skin if it's the proper formulation. Yeah, it should be soothing the skin. Yeah. It's occlusive. And well, but here's the crazy thing is like, man, not all retinols are equal. Mm-mm. And this is one product that I always say, like, there's some things that I think there's some 
products that I think you can maybe get from the ordinary or you can maybe like go for right. cheaper. Retinol is not one of them. Mm-mm-mm. Because you want it to be formulated correctly, you want it to have the other nourishing ingredients with it, and you want it to be you just want it to be done by somebody who knows what the fuck they're doing. There's a retinol that's out there that says that it's 9% retinol. 9% retinol, Mm-mm. ladies. Let me tell you something right now. The retinol that we use that I believe is the best in the business is 0.5% retinol. 0.5% retinol. The retinol that we use for peels, for like the my favorite peel, that in the be- in the highest peel that we can do as estheticians is a 4% retinol peel. And you peel like a snake. The next one up from that is physician strength. That's 6% retinol. So the fact that this company is like touting 9% retinol mm-hmm. It's also probably bullshit because it's, it's probably formulated that's what I'm with saying. like a weird pH. Like who knows? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So it's, it's not, not even I, effective. Exactly. And it's not that I don't doubt that there is somehow 9% retinol in it. It's how, what is the efficacy rate? How is the, how is it balanced pH wise? You're absolutely right, Alex. And also like, what are the other ingredients? Like my point is if it was a 9% retinol, you'd be a skeleton. You'd be walking around <laughs> with, with no like skin no skin face. on your face. <laughs> Looking crazy. No, it's true. Sold at Sephora. <laughs> Like literally. Yes. But I think that that's also um, a good transition into like just changing your skincare for spring. And if you haven't been using any vitamin A, now would be a really great time mm-hmm. to start doing it. And when you use the proper forms, also, you don't have to worry about uh, sensitivity from the sun. Totally. I mean, should we talk about um, antioxidants since we're here and we're talking yeah. about vitamin A and everything? Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Sax.com. So uh, I talked about this before, but it's kind of one of my favorite analogies that one of my mm. aesthet- my aesthetic teachers, aesthetic school teachers taught me. Shout out to Miss Kira. I love it. I love I it, right? I know what you're going to say. I'm very it's excited the shoe. for it. The shoes. The I shoe. love it. So what is, what's an antioxidant? Well, what an antioxidant is, first let me tell you about free radicals. Which I kind of hate this name, free radicals, because especially these days, it's like radicalized. Like, why did you say free radicals are bad? They're just free and they're got to change the name. I know. So, but free assholes. (laughs) (laughs) But essentially, what a, a free radical is is it's an unbalanced molecule. So, it's missing one of its shoes. Shoes. It's missing either an electron or a neutron. Nope. Proton. It's missing proton. either a proton or an electron. And when it's missing one of these, it keeps going and knocking into other molecules trying to balance itself out. So imagine if you came into a room, you're a free radical, radicalized, and you only have one shoe on, right? And you see some homie over there that that has uh, one shoe on. No, she's got two shoes on. <laughs> so you're going to go over, you're going to try and snag her shoe you to try shoe. and get your shoe, but it don't fit. So now you're two shoeless bitches. And so now y'all two are going to go to other two people, try and grab their shoes. Their shoes don't fit either. So now y'all are four shoeless bitches. So what antioxidants do is it comes and it gives everybody a shoe. It neutralizes the unbalanced molecule. So you get a shoe, you get a shoe, I get a sweet Wiseman, you get a, what you want? Ativa? 
You got a Tiva. <laughs> neutralized that was, good. that was good so it doesn't fix it it neutralizes it normalizes so it normalizes our skin it normalizes our body so antioxidants in any form what it does is it goes through and it normalizes us especially if you have been in the sun a lot over the years girls you definitely want a product with antioxidants you have mad radicals you have mad radicals and, in your skin and i also say that like spring is a good time because i feel like winter has been shitty I'm sure a lot of people have been keeping up with their self-care routine, but I'm also sure a lot of people haven't just because it's been rough. And if you're working from home, I don't know if I were working from home every day. I don't know if I'd be good about my skincare routine I haven't every day. Been, and I haven't been working from home. <laughs> so I, I'll be the way. first one to say it. I'm so, we have a huge shipment of treatments coming on Thursday. I can't, I can't wait. wait. I can't wait because my skin is fucked up. I'll be the first to say it. I mean, I just think of spring as kind of like this renewal and... I think it's most think of it like, as the renewal. Yeah. Yes. And it's just um, kind of like the real start to the new year. Totally. You know? Bunnies and shit. So, yeah. Bunnies and shit. <laughs> so, I think that it's a good time to just kind of... And also with the seasons, you should revamp guys, your skin. we're getting out of routine. this. <gasps> where the end is near. The end is near. Not the end of time. No, we, no, We made no. it past that. We made it through yeah, that we thought part. the end was near. Yeah. <laughs> no, but we're coming out of this thing and we got to look good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you're vaccinated and your friend's vaccinated and you have your masks off. You got to look at that and be like, bitch, I missed you. You look good. You got to be like, yeah, I've been working on my skin for the last year. Totally. Even if you just picked it up now, but you're going to use good shit. So they won't even know. It's true. You can just have two weeks. Just give us two weeks. We got you, girls. Yes. (laughs) But definitely, if you were to go get a professional treatment, I would request a chemical peel. Yeah. Um, I would at least talk to somebody about it. Say, like, what, you know, these are my concerns. As always, you need to know what you want. What are what are the things that you would like to improve before you go on in there so that you can set a goal with your lady friend? Yeah, I or, think or gentleman I friend. think also before you go for a facial, it's always a good idea to to know a little bit mm-hmm. just because you don't know who it is who's giving you a facial and how much they're going to talk to you. I always educate my clients, but I've had facials where the estheticians just silent. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they're doing the whole time. I don't know anything. That's scary. I know. Yeah. And they don't yeah. even ask me if I want to peel. <laughs> Do you want one? Of course. <laughs> I fucking love peels. I know. They're so um, great. But I think also doing your at-home exfoliation is really important. If you haven't been doing anything, if you're going to do anything, at least exfoliate. Yeah. I mean, I guess, too, is the other thing we'll kind of say is like all of these like resurfacing masks that people are, mm. are loving. I mean, that's essentially just a really light peel. Because what, what the word yeah. resurface, it took me a while to realize this. Sometimes these these words and the verbiage that is used to sell beauty, I'm like, what the fuck is that resurfacing? Didn't learn that in aesthetic school. Must I be know. something clear all made up. But it's like, I think what they mean is the, the cellular rejuvenation cycle that we're talking about right now. Like having all of the new cells resurface. I see what you guys did there. Mm, you see? They're smart. They think they're smart, but I'm smarter. So... <laughs> So if you guys are, you know, one of your, you mask queens and uh, you love your little, what do they call it? Resurfacing mask? Yes. Yes. That's also a chemical peel. I'm sure that you wake up glowy, feeling nice. Also, I'd love to urge everyone to take a look at your products, like actually look at the ingredients because I also had a client the other day who almost every product she, no, every single product she used had an exfoliating ingredient in it. And she's wondering why she's already irritated. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) When you have a toner... That's a BHA toner, and then your cleanser has acid in it, and then your moisturizer also has acids, and then you're also exfoliating every other day, and then you also have a serum that has retinol. Yeah. It might be a lot, 
Also, vitamin, that's the thing to mention, too, is vitamin C is also an exfoliating ingredient, mm-hmm. right? Vitamin C is another form of... They say brightening. A lot of products will say brightening. Yes. But yes. what it means is it's sloughing away dead skin. Yes. And that's why you're brighter. Yes. Yeah. And I guess the other thing to mention maybe is... Um, that really to get the results that you want, you want to use products that have a combination of different ingredients because your skin, you know, we've spoken about this before, but your skin is really fucking smart. And all of the things that we try to get rid of, aside from, you know, like sun damage and things like that, things like, you know, um, hyperpigmentation. Hyperpigmentation is your skin's sign. It's your skin's way of trying to protect you, of trying to say mm-hmm. there's trauma happening. There's something happening. We need to send up these darker pigments to try and protect our inside organs and so once you try to lift that your skin's going to try and it's just going to start shooting up more because it's smart it's like no no bitch I want this here for a reason why are you trying to get rid of it They're, we're still under attack yeah and so to counteract that you need ingredients that are melanogenic melanogenesis inhibitors which means that it stops the melanogenesis process it stops your body from sending up that signals that's saying that you're under attack so that you can actually lift the pigment and it's not still there right um, which takes time, but it also means that it has to have really great ingredients. This is another area where I say don't cheap out. Mm-hmm. If you're trying to get rid of hyperpigmentation, pay the big bucks. But pay don't just pay the big bucks. That's not true. Look for something that works. Look for something that's... I don't know. What's your advice? Because I don't want to just say only PCA because I'm, you know, loving it. And then Viron, too. I mean, you Environ. can... Environ is great for hyperpigmentation. Yeah, and I mean, you can look... For both companies, you can look on their websites to probably, I'm sure, see what estheticians around you use their products. Yeah. But, and even though these are both amazing companies, I feel like if if you're new to the biz as an esthetician, they might not be the products, lines that you choose. Right. Right? Like, I feel like it wasn't until I was more established, so it could be hard to find. But I think, number one, look at reviews on the internet. I know. I do take them with a grain of salt sometimes, but... Do your research. Don't mm-hmm. just go to like the place in town because they have an acne facial. What does or it even mean? Or don't just mean? listen to the girl that's on YouTube because she's like, oh my God, I made my face brighter. Bitch, what'd you look like before? Did you have acne and all of these hyperpigmentation? Right. Stop are- listening to annoying influencers. I'm really... I know. I get really mad. I know. But it's just that we want... I want to... We want to empower our our listeners and we just want you to not waste your money because this stuff is not cheap. This Mm-mm. stuff would be expensive. And you can't be walking out of Sephora $500 at a time every time. That's and the other thing. Um, I get slightly offended. Not offended, but a client comes in and they're like, yeah. oh, I got this yes. product from Sephora. And I'm like, that doesn't work for your skin at all. Why didn't you just text me and ask me what you should get? Or when they're like, oh, I got this thing from Sephora. And you say, when you recommend what you actually should use, they're like, this is really expensive. And you're like, the mango butter bomb that you're putting on your face was $50. You don't want to pay 70 for the good stuff that's right. actually going to help you? All right, it's girl. It's very strange. Keep smelling like a fucking beach. <laughs> I get it. Packaging will draw you in. But like yes. we're, I don't know. I'm 33 now and I don't give a fuck what the packaging looks like. No, nothing that <laughs> I have is sexy in the bathroom. Mm-mm. No, it all works But it's well. all, yeah. <laughs> but it's effective. But a bitch looks good. Bitch looks 25. <laughs> <laughs> I will say I'm looking at her and it's true. It's only when I raise my forehead that you can really tell. It's like, oh, 35, 35. <laughs> it's so good oh um i have a listener letter Ooh, about chemical peels Ooh, let's do it so cassie wrote in and she said i got she didn't come here she went 
I don't know. She doesn't live in New York. Um, I got a chemical peel recently and my skin looked great, but there was no peeling, not even a little bit. Um, and what's her question? She's asking like, was that a waste of money? Um, kind of hard to answer because we don't know what peel it was, but like we said before, you don't need to physically peel to get results from yes, a chemical peel. A hundred percent. And I think I, the result, if her skin looks great. Exactly. That's the result I'd want. Yes. Exactly. I don't even really like the peeling part of peels because I just want my skin to look <laughs> yeah 100 and not go through that and also like i my skin doesn't really peel anymore do you know like the first couple of times i did a chemical peel i peeled like a snake but now because you know you build up your tolerance well yeah and like because you're using like lactic acid cleansers and you're consistently like slowly peeling that like when i do an actual chemical peel it's mostly at the ex- at, uh, cellular level yeah rather than actually physically exfoliating mm, i just love what we were talking about before how like once you get a peel and you get that deep exfoliation and then everything else just penetrates better. Yes. It's finally your skin's moisturized for the first yeah. time in months. So, but the vis like thinking about it in my head, how nice does that sound? All the dead skin is off. You have this brand new <laughs> layer and then you're just putting products on it and it's yeah. actually sinking in and it's actually doing something. Well, that and you notice the like, difference. It's, your skin looks plumper. It looks brighter. Mm-hmm. It looks hydrated. It looks so great. And then on the other side, we should also talk about things that... So, okay. We uh, also one, one are thing. only at a certain... Yes. Oh, I want to change the name of chemical peels because they sound too scary. We got to think of a nicer name. Well, because that's what I was going to say is that, you know, we're talking about specifically what we can do within our licensure. Right. So there's medical grade chemical peels right. that you can also do do um that are going to be like we really do superficial to medium depth chemical peels but like a deep chemical peel sometimes there's girls that come in and what they want like the results that they're looking for i know that they can get better going a stronger level and i'll always say like look what i'm going to do for you like if you have deep deep wrinkles i we can help but like i don't know i had a woman come in (laughs) she was very very sweet but she was maybe like 70 and she was like, I think I want to do a chemical peel. I just don't want to look so old. And so I was like, okay, so what do you think? She's like, I don't know, maybe like 65. <laughs> and I was looking at her and I, was kind of, I just knew, I was like, what I'm going to do for you, I think that you're not going to be happy with. I think no. that you really want something that's a little bit deeper. Like a facelift. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, but she does. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like I'm, we're not miracle workers, right? And I don't want to lie to you and I don't want to take your money. So sometimes I will... Um, refer out girls, like especially for hyperpigmentations, you know, for hyperpigmentation, oftentimes if I have a client that comes to me, especially if she's a darker Fitzpatrick's uh, client and we are working on uh, controlling her breakouts, once we control her breakouts, if her hyperpigmentation is like if it's been years, right, like five, six, seven years, once we get her breakouts under control I'm like you just want this hyperpigmentation gone girl you don't want to spend another year dealing with this mm-hmm. and I'll always refer them out to go and get a VI peel because a VI peel is outside of my licensure but a doctor can do it and can administer it and bitch that you're gonna peel that your skin's gonna turn orange and you're gonna peel like a steak so scary but that client you showed I've me sent several clients there first they sent me the before and after I was like it's gorgeous and then they're like do you want to see the peeling <laughs> And I was like, yes. of course. It peels so much. They will take scissors and like have to cut it. The scissors, it's it's so like satisfactoringly disgusting. Satisfactoringly disgusting. Satisfactoringly disgusting. But also their skin afterwards is 
gorgeous. It's gorgeous. Mm. It's still a two-step process. They don't just do one peel. You still have to go back and do two. But whereas here, like, you know, we're talking probably five sessions at the minimum. Yeah. If you got the, I mean, it wasn't cheap either. She was like, girl, that was $500. I was like, Holy shit. But if you come here for five peels, a series of five, it's yeah. going to cost the same. You yeah. know, it's going to be the same. So I love you girls, and you can always come spend your money with me. But if possible, there's sometimes I'll, I'll you know, refer you out when I know somebody can do a better job. Um, with that being said, all the rest of y'all bitches come in. Come get a peel. <laughs> come get a peel. We got, um, we have all these great peels coming, actually. Yeah, we got some body peels coming. So we're going to let you guys know about that because I just realized – that I have like some hyperpigmentation on my back from when I was younger and had some body acne. So we're gonna do that. We've gotta do our friend's little butt. Oh yeah. Yeah, her booty. Her little booty, so we're gonna do that. I should do my ass. Why not? I don't have any like skin issues, but I think it would just be really nice. Yeah. To have like a really That's exfoliated ass booty. Cause I do scrub it in the shower. Like, I exfoliate it, but probably not enough. No. You need to get that. I want know. a glowing booty for summer. We want that J-Lo glowing booty. Speaking of summer, um, you should go get your skin checked at the dermatologist. It's very important. I try to do it every year. Yeah. I've never done that before. Sorry. I should, though. You should. Also, don't tell the people that. I do it every year. <laughs> every year I go. But especially if you're someone who ha- is big into spending time in the sun, it's really important. And um, if you have health insurance that covers it, I highly recommend going and doing it. Um, A client of mine the other day told me that she had a mole removed recently and it turned out to be benign. She was super freaked about it, but she said that was her first time ever going to the derm. Wow. And she was like in her late 30s. Mm -hmm. So never too late to start. Not that late 30s was old anyway. No, not at all. Shit's young. Shit's young. (laughs) Time to start looking. Okay, guys, so we want to do some segments because I fucking love segments and we haven't been doing them for a while. And I thought that I wasn't funny, but then we are. And I know because we just recorded, (laughs) we we just recorded the fucking segments. And, and it didn't wasn't hit record. Recording. So we were just having such a grand old time. <laughs> such a good time. We forgot. <laughs> so um, we're gonna do it again because it was that great, and we love you Round guys. Two. Round two. Pas dieu. Is that French? Yes. <laughs> okay. So, Sorry, French. Okay. So you guys, I think that you probably okay. know. Um, my name is Elizabeth Taylor, and it's really kind of purely coincidental. I was about to be like, and I'm Alex Shapiro. <laughs> <laughs> so Elizabeth is a family name on my mom's side. She just happened to marry this dude named Taylor. So the name has never been like very exceptional to me. I mean, I love my name, but it's just like a lot of white people who are very excited about Elizabeth Taylor for the most part. So the name like never, this is the one time really that the name caused a stir we should say (laughs) caused a stir stir. so um back in the day (laughs) I must have been about 25 um, I was still on my parents insurance and I'd been dating my current boyfriend at that point for probably like three or four years and um I'd just gone to a new OBGYN for my yearly checkup so you know you do the pap you do like all the tests they just throw them in for free, whatever. So uh, a few days, maybe like a week later or something, I'm walking home and 
I'm scared. I'm glad that it's just as funny to me still the second time. So my mom calls and she's like, hey, honey, you know, you got this letter from the doctor. It's probably just something for the insurance. I just wanted to know if I could open it. And I was like, yeah, mom, go right ahead. So mom opens it. Her mom's like, got anything to hide or I can open it? She's like, this is fine, right? And so she opens it and she goes, oh, oh, honey. And I'm like, what? She goes, honey, this says that you have chlamydia. And I'm like, what? So one, I mean, just put yourself oh my in my God. shoes. Like I'd been, we'd been together for like four years. So I didn't think that like oh my God. he could have been cheating on me. But meanwhile, like I'm just running through this Rolodex in my head of like, what could have possibly happened? And my mom is like, well, did he cheat on you? I'm like, oh, I'm your poor mom line. is like, my daughter has chlamydia and a cheating boyfriend. <laughs> so as I'm freaking out, my mom's like, you know, honey, you know, just call them because my mom's a nurse practitioner. And so she said, you know, if it's probably just a mistake with like, you know, uh, filing, I'm sure that it was an error. If this was true, they would have had to contact the CDC. They wouldn't have just sent you this letter. Da, da, da. So I just call them. I'm like, OK, I'm just going to call them, mom. So I get off the phone and I call the doctor and she's like, oh, oh, yeah, that's not you. You're fine. Will you send us that letter back so we can get in touch with the <laughs> so correct Elizabeth Taylor? <laughs> she's like, we've got like six of them. that's so fucked up and not okay no because the other elizabeth taylor's out there as alex said the first time jumping on dicks oh just like that was the time of her life jumping on d's she don't even know why she's having a grand old time she's having a great time no no she doesn't know why she's burning she's like i thought it was a uti i heard i heard that's what it is right so we always talk about the burn I've never had chlamydia, so I wouldn't know. Neither have I. I'm not sure what the <laughs> symptoms are. What I do know is that it's treatable and yes. that you shouldn't be too worried if you get it. I, I mean, I, I don't want to downplay feelings towards having. I love that you're talking to the other Elizabeth Taylor. As if she still has. You and other people who've had chlamydia. But I've had friends who've had it, and obviously it's very upsetting to get anything. I mean, Especially probably their mom didn't call them and say, But at Honey, least can they I... didn't have to tell, have their mom know about yes, it. Yes, exactly. To, not that they had to tell their mom. Their mom had to tell them. Legit, your mom's telling you on the sidewalk in New York City. It was this, I remember it so well. It was a bright, sunny day. Also, it was beautiful. You're, <laughs> you're better than me because I would have, before calling the doctor, I would have called Kyle's ass and been like, ah! <laughs> what did you do? Well, I mean, I didn't want to do that too, but I was just like, this doesn't make any sense. I thought you really loved me. <laughs> Your poor mom. Uh, oh, honey. Was, oh, you have oh, chlamydia. Oh, <laughs> she makes it sound so nice. Wait, oh, this oh, is honey. This is making, can I tell a story? Yes. This is making me think of a story. Yes, tell us. Okay. Tell the people. So. I will preface this with saying uh, this wasn't that long ago. It was like a couple years ago, <laughs> but I am older now. Yes. Didn't know then. And I started, fe- I don't know how I felt. It. I don't just like a weird kind of pain on my labia. And mm-hmm. I, when I touched it, I was like, oh, there's like a lump. I, well, my first actual very first instinct was like, I have cancer, like something like that. But then upon inspection, it had like um, <laughs> upon inspection. Upon inspection with a hand mirror and my phone and God knows what else. I look at vaginas for a living, so this is very easy. comes very easy to me. Right. Um, I saw that it had, like, a head to it, and I was like, I have fucking herpes or some other STD. What the fuck? And so I sat Kyle down, and I was just like, I need you to tell me. I won't even be mad. That's not true. <laughs> I was being manipulative. Just, like, tell me, have, have you been cheating on me? Or, like, have you cheated on me? And he's like, no, of course not. Like, why would you? why are you asking me that? 
And I was like, I, I don't know. I have this thing on my vagina. Like, it's, it could only have come from that. Like, what the fuck do I know? I'm not a doctor. But I was like, I must he just be. pointed on him. It's like, it's all you, bro. Yeah, I'm like, Clearly. I haven't done anything. So it's My vagina, you. it's all you. Well, turns out that um, <laughs> when you have sex, you should probably clean yourself up and not just go straight to the beach <laughs> where you're then sweating all day in the gross-ass Atlantic Ocean with sand and other nasty shit, sweating profusely all day. Because you'll get a boil on your vagina. <laughs> <laughs> yes, twas a boil. A boil. A boil is like, it's so 16th century. <laughs> <laughs> Only witches get boils on their noses. I had a fucking boil. It was horrible. Wait, how did you know that it was a boil? I went to the doctor, actually. Oh. <laughs> After Googling for 24 hours, asking yeah. friends, mm-hmm. asking Kyle 12 more times right. if he's had an affair. Yes. Storming um, in and out of the, the room. I came to the conclusion that I should probably seek medical <laughs> advice. <laughs> and he's like, nope, that's a boil. He's like, how have you showered gross. lately? <laughs> <laughs> But I really, I mean, it was really scary. I was so, because in my head, I'm like, painful. It was a little painful. Yeah. In my head, I'm like, okay, this isn't just the idea of like, I have something, thinking it was herpes, something I could have forever. But I was like, my husband has cheated on me. And he gave me this disease. And he wouldn't even admit it. (laughs) And he's fucking lying. Here we are in the Atlantic Ocean at the beach trying to have a nice time. (laughs) Meanwhile, he's never done anything to ever lead me to believe that he has cheated on me. But I get this boil. We got to change this name. It's disgusting. It can also, be called anything else. I've had ingrown hairs like right at the crux of like where your butt and like vagine meet. Mm-hmm. And that shit is painful. So girl, I feel you. You're just pissed off. Oh, it hurts. You're like, I can't sit. Just trying to enjoy myself. Man game of herpes. Anyone admit it. He's lying. He's lying. It was really traumatizing. <laughs> but at least not my parents didn't have to know anything. I mean, that's true. Fair. God, which is worse. <laughs> At least you didn't have chlamydia. At least I didn't. That's exactly. At least I didn't have chlamydia. Because imagine, I mean, I'm so like soap opery with my thinking. The fact that I made up this dramatic thing instead of being like, girl, remember yesterday when you were gross? When you were disgusting? Didn't think about that. I just had to go to this like dramatic situation in my head. Yeah. I must have been bored around that time. I needed some excitement. You're like, fuck this beach. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so good. Anyway, guys. So, all right. Oh, wait. I have one more. Oh, tell us. So, I was always into, like, reading, um, like, teen magazines and stuff, even when I was too young, Mm -hmm. when I was, like, 11 or 12. Of course. What else were you going to read? But I did know that, like, exfoliating, scrubbing your face was a good thing. Mm Mm-hmm. and I hadn't yet been introduced to fucking St. Ives, but my mom did have a body scrub mm-hmm. <laughs> in her shower that I would use on my face. And I've probably done permanent damage to my barrier, my skin barrier. I would scrub so hard I'd be so red for like hours after. Did anybody ask you what was going on? I don't remember. <laughs> they were like, just yeah, like, oh, that's red face. There's red face Alex again. <laughs> I just exfoliated the body scrub. <laughs> so... I can't really picture like how bad this was. You keep telling me that you exfoliated with a body scrub, but then there's those using Sadie's apricot scrub. The, so I, how much worse really could it have been? Probably the same shit, but this shit. I was twelve, so it's not like I was gently exfoliating. I was like, I like that you even knew to exfoliate at twelve. These magazines. Oh, the magazines told you it was the same as when I would babysit for people. Um, when the kids were asleep, I'd see what kind of skincare they had and I'd use it. <laughs> 
I once bleached my mustache while babysitting because they had some bleaching cream. Oh, that's so I've always good. like been into skincare, I guess. But you've always, you're also such a good kid that you weren't like looking for drugs or anything. You're just like, I just need some bleach for my mustache. I'm like, they got any bleach in here? Well, I got some time is to this? kill. What kind of skin is Literally. this? Love it. So funny. So good. Um, I didn't do that. I did, I I had some. What was it called? Avon. Remember the skin so soft? I, I I can smell it. Yeah. Just saying the name, I can smell yeah. it. Yeah. That, that was, was big, so nice. Big sense of it. This summer going into ninth grade, I used to use the shit out of that. It was bug spray. Yeah. Yeah. Why is that though? Mm. I mean, was it actually bug spray? Apparently. Was it, or was it supposed to be something Smells else? Like and it just, something like, that would attract that it was like bug know. spray. I, it was the summertime. I must have been using it for a reason. In the I mean, we right? all used it as a bug spray, but I need to know, like, did Avon make this bug spray or did somebody just figure out this shit stinks and the bugs don't like it? And we all... <laughs> Avon. Is well, there an I Avon rep out there? I want to look into this because I'm from upstate. Everybody else, we could use, like, there's off. Do you know what I mean? There are yeah. obvious other options. Like, why would Avon make... I wonder if they still make skin so soft. I bet you can find Let's it on order eBay. Some. I'm gonna look. All right, guys, we're going to order some. So that's it. Send us your, I didn't know then, but I'm older now. I'm really, um, I'm just really missing these letters. I'm missing hearing from them, hearing from you, missing laughing together. Also, did you use Skin So Soft? If so, how old are you? Yes. At what point? How old were you when you were using it? Yeah, totally. This is definitely our generation. Did you know that it was <gasps> They still spray? make it. It looks totally different. And What's it's it for? It doesn't say anything. It says it's the bath oil spray. I know. It is not a bug spray. <laughs> Why did we use it as bug spray? It doesn't make any sense. Oh, they fucked up. That's hilarious. Yo, imagine making something that's supposed to be like luxurious and people are like, it keeps the bugs away. <laughs> so funny. Oh, Abe, I'm sorry, girl. Well, I'm I have, I have to reach that. out. I'm going to reach out to All them. Right, we're going to get some skin so soft. Fresh herbal scent. I wonder if it's the same scent. Oh, my goodness. All right, guys. <gasps> I'm going to order it. some. Check us out on the gram. We're at True Beauty Brooklyn. Uh, also at True Beauty Brooklyn Podcast. We are at True Beauty Brooklyn Podcast at gmail.com. Not at, just True Beauty Brooklyn Podcast yes. at gmail.com. You can send us your listener letters. We're going to have another listener letter episode with Sabs coming up. So yes. send us your Very hair and skincare and your beauty questions. And do you know everything? A little bit of everything. Send us All some questions it. that, you know, the seasons are changing. So we want to help you guys in get ready for summer. Spring first. Let's do it. Let's do yeah, it. Baby steps. You know, chickens and shit. Um, we look forward to hearing from you. Yes, we do. Sounds like a very impersonal email. <laughs> what? We look forward to hearing from you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. That's it. Bye. Bye. Bye.